From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about something a little bit more lighthearted and yet important to each one of you, the size of your bed. And as we're talking about the size of your bed, I just want you to think about this quote that says, happiness is not size specific, but it might be if we're talking about your bed. <laughs> that was the added part. By that the was way, the so. added part. But first, you know, welcome to the show. If this is your first time listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, we are thrilled to have you join us. And yes. at the start of every show, we share a hug, which is really an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone whose marriage has experienced breakthrough. And it's really our opportunity to say, you know, high five, yeah. job well done. And this hug came in from an email that we received that said, thank you for the podcast on rejection number 668, which was actually just last week's show. Yep. Podcast made me reflect on all the times I rejected my husband throughout our first 25 years of marriage. He was not blameless, but he recognized his own behavior fairly quickly and responded. We had some amazing times, but I know I rejected him in several ways, intimately and in not making him my priority. We were also both terrible communicators. Just a side note, she did say were mm -hmm. and not are. Just pointing that out. All of this behavior continued unchecked until it ended in him having an affair. I don't take the blame for this, but I do recognize the part I played in creating an environment where it was likely to happen. Finding out was the most awful, sad, heartbreaking time, mm. but we both chose to stay together. I say chose because it was a massive kick in the pants and made us realize how much we loved each other and wanted to be together. With lots of counseling, we learned how to communicate and be honest with each other. We now have a marriage that is amazing, open, honest, and intimate. We are learning to forgive ourselves and each other for the mistakes we made along the way to get here. Mm, yeah. I love those stories. Those are the yeah. ones, you know, I mean, we, we love celebrating every win. I do. There's no, there's no small win and no, you know, win too big that we can't celebrate here at One Extraordinary Marriage. But when you, when you are able to hear a show and, you know, share just the, hear did I say see a show? Yeah. Hear a show. Well, I'm, I'm pretty much convinced that they actually imagine us sitting there having a conversation. So I think they're still seeing it. It's a visual thing. Go with me here. Um, but, you know, when you're able to hear it and go, oh, that's what I, that's what I was doing and I can make a change. Yeah. You know, that, that's the hope of the One Extraordinary Marriage so that, that we're going to continue to tackle the tough topics so that you are equipped to have the extraordinary marriage you desire. Yeah, and last week was. Uh, you know, when we're talking about rejection... It's a, it's a tough, it's heavy. Um, if you haven't listened to it, make sure you go listen to it. And yet, as we're doing with this episode, we're changing it up because marriage is that way at times. Mm -hmm. I think we can all agree there can be the, these times of, oh my gosh, everything is just coming down, crashing down around us. There's rejection going on, or maybe we've lost a job. Our financial intimacy has massive cracks in it. There's these things going on. And yet we can also turn the corner and go, there's fun. There's some lightheartedness we can have within our marriage, which we need, mm -hmm. right? And that's why we're talking about the size of your bed. 
Absolutely. Because, you know, last week we, we went to visit our son at college. Um, it was the first time we actually got to visit him because he's been coming home. Yeah. You know, he's come home a few times since he left, since he's within driving distance. And we had thought that our daughter was going to go with us. So I book a room with two beds. They say two queen beds. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Two queen beds, whatever. She ends up not coming. So it's just Tony and I were like, sweet. And I didn't, I didn't even think to change the bed like I didn't I was like whatever we're just we'll go with the two queen beds well Tony and I walk into the hotel room can I say something though too we have done double beds so usually it's two queens in a room and the first thing that always comes across on my mind especially when it's just Elise and I and all we can get is a room with two queen beds is one's a sex bed and then one's a sleeping bed. Like right. you, you get one all messy it, because you can't do that at home. Like you just don't, you, you have, don't have that luxury. You, you have one bed. So th- this is the, Hey, we can have sex in this bed and then we can just go sleep in this bed. That's me anyways. Maybe you're like that. I don't yeah, know. That's just, and it is. And well, you know, it's funny. I was talking to somebody else at a party this past weekend and they actually said the same thing. Oh, so no. you're go. not the only one that thinks two beds, one sleep, one sex. We digress. Coming back to what happened. So Tony and I walk into this hotel room. And there are these two queen beds and we're looking at them and we're like, I don't, I don't think those are queen beds. Guys, it was so funny. We actually got out the little measure app on our iPhones to measure the bed to make sure that they were like, we're Googling size of beds. Cause <laughs> that was true. Cause we were Googling. We're like, what, what's this? Like inches like, this wise. Is so much smaller than our bed. What do we got going on like, here? Inches wise. Like how, what, what's the width of a queen size bed? Because this to me doesn't look like a queen. This looks like maybe a double. And cause I'm thinking, man, we are going to be really, really close to one another. So, Side note for anybody that's curious, Tony and I have a a king size bed, also known as an Eastern King. So our bed is wider. Mm -hmm. It's 80 inches long, but 76 inches wide. It's almost a square. We have a lot of space on this bed. Very wide. And, but we're in here and sure enough. And FYI, a queen width is 50 inches. No, 60. 60 inches. 60 inches. So we have, so it's five feet. So we actually have an extra 18 inches. 16. Say, oh, it's 76 inches. Yes. Okay, I didn't hear you say that. <laughs> we got to work on those listening ears. Yes, listening we do. Listening ears. Um, but anyhow, so so this funny moment where Tony and I are measuring the bed with, you know, thank God the iPhones have, you know, the measure feature now. And sure enough, it was a queen. And, and we had a good chuckle about it. But we, over the weekend, we were just laughing about these beds and talking about the size of bed and thinking back to, you know, does it matter? Right. Because we've had different bed sizes in our relationship. And, you know, we've all heard the adage that, you know, you, on a, you need eight hours of sleep a night. And so even as I was thinking about it and preparing for the show, I'm like, wait a minute, eight, if they say eight hours, that's that's a third of the day. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, I know we're all busy. We probably don't get eight hours, but theoretically, you know, a third of the day, which if you translate that over a lifetime is a third of your life is spent on the bed in some way, shape or form. Right. So we actually like the bed is no small matter. None. Yeah. It, 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 it's a big piece of, of furniture mm-hmm. that takes up space in your room, but it, it matters because of the amount of sleep and, and the restful sleep we get that mm-hmm. can help us rejuvenate and be there and ready for our spouse. You know, we, we've all slept on crummy beds. Oh, yeah. You, you know, and, and woken up just in a cranky mood. So, what would it be like if you slept? eight hours in a bed that you both enjoyed. And, you know, you don't have to spend all that time sleeping. I'm just saying, I'm just saying bed can be used for other things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, our, we were even preparing for the show. We were kind of thinking back on our bed story. And when we first met in college, I had a twin bed and Tony had a, 
I'm pretty sure it was a double. I think double. I had a, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, was, it was a double mattress on a, on a platform. It was on a platform. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, those college like lofts where everybody like builds stuff and you know, whatever. Yeah, that's what I had. Yeah. So, so first beds were very, and I remember when we would try and sleep in my twin bed, like I, it, like we were constantly talking to each other all night long because if somebody needed to roll over, it'd be like, roll over. Cause we had to roll in tandem. Because we had twin. like, I don't know, 36 inches or whatever it is. Um, super tiny. And then, you know, here we, a couple years later, we get married mm-hmm. and we feel so grown up because we go and we buy our first mattress together. We bought a queen size mattress because that's what Tony's parents had. They had a queen size mattress. And so we just like, that's what you do. I remember, and it's so funny she brings this up because I remember now this is 96 when we got married, but we bought a whole bedroom set and it was like this oak it was this oak set, and and just I, and I just, laughing right now because we're like, like <laughs> and I in in person I was just like like Elisa said I mean even at twenty three so just going oh we're gonna we're gonna upgrade into that queen size mattress and put it put it right there in our our nice new oak bedroom set which traveled all over like. Southern California with us as we moved many times. And then mm-hmm. about seven years into marriage, Tony's brother gets married. We stay at a hotel. We get a king size bed and it was, it was the Eastern King. It was the wider one. Alex was probably about a year old. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was such a luxurious experience. We were, we thought we'd literally died and gone to heaven because mm-hmm. there was so much space in this bed. I believe in heaven. There will only be king size mattresses for us. Well, I'm going to tell you there are a lot of people in the one family that do not agree with you. Okay. Wow. So, so I, I believe it'll probably be queen and king just based on your preference. All right. I'm just, I'm just, Uh, but I'm thinking like real fluffy, like it can't be too fluffy. It's gotta be comfortable. Anyhow. Okay. We have that amazing experience. We Seven years in. We were seriously at that hotel. Well, I I still remember this for some odd reason, but just lying there because in our own, in our own bedroom set at that point in time, we had a queen and Alex would come in and he would, he would cuddle with us like early, early in the morning, or we'd bring him into the bed and you'd feel squish. And I'd feel like, man, I got only like this sliver of bed to sleep on. Um, talk about a cranky pants in the morning and everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so to sleep on this king size bed, even for that one night, what luxury it was. I mean, I just couldn't believe it at this point in time. Like what have we been missing out on? And our an- anniversary is like, three weeks later mm-hmm. and we left to the hotel after the wedding and we're like what about for our anniversary if we like splurged and got a king-size bed mm-hmm. and sure enough for that anniversary there was a king-size bed getting delivered to our house and we've never we've never looked back nope we've always been on a king-size bed and, and every time we have to go to a smaller bed we just laugh about how cozy we feel mm-hmm Right. And how close. And there have been times when Tony has floated the idea, maybe we should get a queen size bed because then then you'd be closer to me. Well, I think this last trip with a queen size bed may have actually made him go, you know what? We're good. We're good. Uh, Because we asked you guys. Right. That's why I was telling Tony. It's not just king size beds in heaven. Because we asked the one family, both on Facebook and on Instagram recently, hey, let's talk about bets, mm-hmm. right? And 74% of you, I'm super excited, 74% of you like the bed size that you're currently on. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, you said, you know, it gives us room to spread out or it keeps us close, right? Whatever size bed you're on. You know, somebody actually said it's awesome because we're not in different zip codes. Because some people have gone larger, like up to a king and have come back to Queens. Yeah. Um, and you know, people are saying, hey, the smaller size does make us cuddle more. But 
on the flip side, for those of you that were in that 26%, you want to change your bed size. Some of the reasons that you told us were, we need more space. And then the next comment would say something like, well, we, we want to be close. Well, we want to spread out. No, it gets too hot being close. Uh, our family's growing. Our pets take up space. I mean, these are all the reasons that are getting tossed about. And, you know, when we talk about the size of your bed, it doesn't matter if it's 54 inches or 60 inches or 70 inches. And those are just the width. 76. 76. Um, that was actually the full double, the queen, and the eastern king widths that I just gave you. It's, it's not about the width of your bed. Like if we can really drill down why your bed is so important, it's about the, how your bed fosters the connection between the two of you. And we need to talk about what that looks like because some, some people just think it's, it's a bed, Lisa. Why, why are you spending so much time on this? Well, your bed needs to be a place that the two of you want to be. Mm. And there are a lot of factors that go into it. And let's talk about that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back and we're having a rather humorous discussion about bed sizes and bed stories and, and all of those different things. And, you know, it was funny to actually even see where the two of you started bed size wise and where you are now. And the majority either started in that like full double and those are actually interchangeable, just so y'all know. Full and double? They are. Yeah, I learned that. I thought it was like twin, full, double, queen, king, but full double is the same? Full and double are the same. Oh, all right. Yeah. Learned something today. Yeah, exactly. And either a full or double and a queen and the majority are now either in a queen or a king. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Kind of, kind of moving. And you know, as we get into, and it was fun to just hear the stories about people that have, you know, gone, like I said, different ways and, and come back to smaller sizes or have, you know, sworn that they would go up to a larger size and never come back. And then there are a few of you, um, that actually, and I'm, I, this, this one totally fascinates me. The ones that have started off in the full double mm-hmm. and are still in the full double. Yeah. And, and I have to say the reason this fascinates me is because my parents have been married since 1972, which means that they're actually at 49 years right now, you guys. And it wasn't until, wow. yeah, next year's 2022. Next year's 50 for my parents. Wow. We're going to have to go see them. Yeah. Celebrate that. So 49 years. And 
I can tell you that they spent about 45 out of those 49 years on a double bed. It wasn't until they moved to Puerto Rico that they actually went to a queen size bed. I thought they went, I thought they got the queen when they were still in Ohio. You might be right when they bought the furniture. Yes. And then they, yeah. Yeah. It's still 45 years. Yeah. But yes. Holy cow. Cozy. Think about that. 45 years in a double. Mm hmm. That's, yeah. The good thing about having a double though, and this actually just came to my mind, is that if you do have children, there's no room for them. I understand now why whenever like we got scared or wanted to go in the room, we always had to sleep on the floor because there was just no room in the bed. Whereas our kids come in and they're like flopping their, you know, six foot two sizes onto our bed because there's plenty of room for it. So if you, if you try to keep your kids out of the bed, size might really matter there. Just a side note, just a side note. But when you are thinking about the size of your bed, you know, and, and going, okay, does this bed meet our needs, right? Does it meet the, the cuddle needs, mm-hmm. right? Do you have space to cuddle? And, and does it meet your, like some of you actually enjoy having your own space in your bed. We fall into that category. Well, like, and, 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 and as we look at the six pillars of intimacy too, your bed is a place where a number of your pillars take place. Mm-hmm. There's your physical intimacy. There's your sexual intimacy. We're going to talk about here in a little bit, your financial intimacy when you're looking at a bed. Your emotional intimacy. Your emotional intimacy. A lot. When you're looking at the six pillars of intimacy, a lot of those pillars are happening in your bed every day. And some of you just had a huge aha moment when Tony said six pillars of intimacy in your bed. Mm-hmm. I, like you, like it just hit you for the first time that it's more than just the place where you sleep or have sex. Mm-hmm. When you start looking at every facet of your life and go, okay, wait, how, how can we grow the six pillars in this? What does this look like? How are, how are any of the pillars of intimacy impacted by, you know, it, it could be a piece of furniture, like a bed, you know, what we're talking about, or your couch or, or the dining room table. You start thinking about that and it's not just a piece of furniture. It's the place where you have these conversations. So does your, does your bed invite the two of you to sit there in bed and talk or lay there in bed facing each other talking? D- does it meet your sexual needs, right? Is it comfortable enough to have sex on? Is it big enough to have sex on? And on the on the other side of it, I do want to say, though, it can even cause cracks in those pillars mm-hmm. because if you are so close to each other and it, it frustrates one another, that, that physical touch could begin to cause cracks. And, and that's that's understandable. Like, hey, there, there are times even when Elise and I were in this queen, I was like, we're a little close. Well, and some people feel the same way about having a bed that's too big. Absolutely. The, the frustration comes in that we, we're never close. So do you guys see, this is what I want you to hear. All of us are different. Mm-hmm. Every single one of us is different. And, and we say this at times to help, and even ourselves to remind us that the comparison that we do with our friends or others that we see, doesn't it doesn't play in our our marriage. Mm-hmm. So what works for you may not work for us or somebody else. What we want you to do is to engage one another in your emotional intimacy to go, is our bed good? Mm-hmm. And if it is cool. And why is it? There's conversation that can be had that allows the two of you to connect and really look at this area of your marriage and not just be like, ah, it's our bed. No, this is a place where we connect. Yeah. And with that, you know, some of you might be going, okay, <laughs> like, shoot, we need a new bed. Or we need to think about the bed that we have. Right. Right. I mean, this, this is, these are the kind of random conversations, seriously, that people are always like, you guys talk about everything. 
And we do because it, like we said here, you know, it's not just the physical or the sexual or the emotional intimacy. Let's talk about the financial intimacy that's involved in your bed. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if you look at the average lifespan of a mattress, it's somewhere between like nine and 15 years is what the quote experts say. Right. So, which is good. I mean, nine and 15 years. Yeah. But that means that the, there's probably going to be multiple mar- mattresses in your marriage. Mm-hmm. So you have to talk about it from the financial standpoint, because depending on the size of your bed and the material that's used, you could be looking at anywhere from a couple hundred dollars up to like $5,000. And somebody even said that their next bed, one of the comments was our next bed's going to be a custom bed. And I'm like, I'm totally intrigued. What does that, I don't even know that I didn't even look it up, but I'm like, okay, so what's involved in making a custom mattress? I'm yeah. so intrigued by this. In a lot of these mattresses too, I, I and here's here's just a as you get older in, in marriage, oh I, I think they're just oh they're boy. just cha- no, no, no. they're they're just changes that happen, and so that women menopause, you know, you're going through all that aches and pains, whatever it may be happening, but having like different, um, like fluff, different comfort, firmness. firmness on her side to his side. Are you, are you telling me we need a new mattress? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Just I checking. love our bolster. But I'm glad you mentioned menopause because the, that actually gets into the materials that are used. Okay. Right. The, the four basic materials that are used for mattresses are foam, latex, inner spring, and hybrid. And each one of them, there are pros and cons to each one. But the thing is that there are certain mattress materials that can actually hold in more heat. Mm-hmm. And so you want to do your research. If you're going to be buying a new mattress and you're thinking, okay, okay, menopause is a thing that we're going to experience in the next, let's say 10 years. You might think about looking about what's going to hold in the least amount of heat so that if night sweats actually become a thing for you, you're not, your bed is not contributing to you being uncomfortable, right? That's like a real thing. Think about it, Mm -hmm. right? Because then you can actually be proactive in order to help yourselves get a better night's sleep, you know? And it was funny, like there's this website called bestmattressreviews.com. Just telling you where I got the information. And I'll but, put a link to this. But, you know, they're talking about the pros and cons of the beds and, and, you know, in terms of support and lifespan and all of these different things. But there was actually a measure on this on the site that was about, you know, best mattress or best materials for having sex. And I have best bed for having sex. I think it was the actual category. And I was so intrigued. I'm like, I like this site. They're <laughs> getting to the heart of the matter. And what they said, according to bestmattressreviews.com, is that the best mattresses for sex are either inner spring or hybrid mattresses. So I'm just let, I'm putting that out there. If you're looking for a new mattress and you're thinking what's going to be best for us to have sex, you can go to bestmattressreviews.com, check them out, um, just what they're saying about it. But the truth is, is that your bed is not just a piece of furniture that has sheets on it and, you know, has more pillows, guys, than you know what to do with. And it gets made on some days and doesn't get made on other days. It, it's, it's a tool in your marriage. It, it's a place where you can foster different forms of intimacy. It's not something to, to be looked over or to be taken lightly. It, it seriously is another tool in your toolbox. Yeah, it absolutely is. And it's one that you guys get to enjoy each and every day together. So have a fun conversation about your bed this week. Talk about it. What do you like about it? What do you enjoy about it? You know, what what things do you need to change about it? Maybe the sheets need to be adjusted and changed. Whatever that may be, you guys can still engage your marriage and the six pillars of intimacy around your bed. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's the little things. And yet it can be a fun conversation for the two of you this week that you, you haven't had, or maybe you've had, you have 
you've had it before, but it's time to have it again because you're in that nine to 15 year mark and it's time to be looking for a new bed. And so what comes with that? Financial intimacy, the emotional intimacy, the the searching, the researching, the, the determination of what material we want to use. All of those come into play for the two of you to have a great night of sleep and better yet, great sex on that bed. So go out there this week, enjoy your bed, enjoy each other, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.